We are in full swing of the holidays, and my guess is right now you are starting to eat a little bit more decadently than you normally would. You're possibly not getting quite as much quality sleep due to the parties, the drinking, and feeling maybe a little bit bloated just from all the delicious food. And if you are someone who is wanting to start the new year feeling great, looking great, and you have some sort of health or fitness goal, or even just right now, you're looking for some tips or supplements or anything to make you feel better right now, I got you covered in today's episode. So welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, a two-time best-selling author, wellness expert, and transformation coach. And today I am talking with two highly experienced and renowned naturopathic nutritional therapists with decades of expertise in holistic health and wellness. So Roberta and Caroline are the founders of Baldo and Mason in London. And today they are sharing their knowledge about so many different topics relating to health, your gut, detoxification, supplements that you need to be taking today to prevent hangovers. And trust me, on this one, I am going to the store right after this to go pick these up. We are also talking about insulin and understanding cortisol, stress, and the effect that that plays on your body and how it means that you cannot lose weight. So if you are someone who is finding yourself getting a little bit more stressed during the holidays, you are going to want to listen to this episode. So a little bit about Roberta and Caroline. Roberta Baldo has a background and qualification in food science. She is a Harley Street nutrition nutritional therapist, and she works with and supports leading doctors, health professionals, and individuals blending nutritional therapy, scientific expertise, and behavioral skills. And after graduating from the College of Naturopathic Medicine, Roberta now helps clients achieve optimal health through a personalized approach, specializing in gastrointestinal and digestive issues, weight loss, metabolic syndrome, female health, and anti-aging and longevity. And Caroline Mason is a highly qualified Harley Street-based nutritional therapist and food coach. She helps clients achieve a balanced and healthy relationship with food and alcohol. And with a unique perspective gained from 12 years of oncology, cardiovascular, and mental health therapeutic areas, Caroline addresses repetitive food habits, behaviors, and body image issues guiding clients towards sustainable lifestyle changes. And Caroline's expertise lies in weight management, emotional eating, menopause, endocrine disorders, male health, cardiovascular health, where she uses functional testing and science-based protocols to create bespoke plans that optimize health and well-being, fostering physical and mental balance. And so I wanted to bring on these two experts, Caroline and Roberta, because they have all of this science, they have the degrees, they have the background that I don't personally have on this show. So while I know much of the information that they are sharing, they have all of the research, the studies and the letters behind their name to prove what they're sharing to you. And they are incredible. They are giving such phenomenal tips that 
Trust me, you're going to want a pen and paper. And I know I say that every single time, but get your Amazon cart ready because there are going to be some supplements that you're going to want to buy today to help you beat the bloat, reduce the hangovers, and feel better immediately. And I also wanted to let you know and invite you to my brand new health program that starts January 8th and goes for two months. And yes, Roberta and Caroline are going to be co-hosting this program with me. It is called Sharper Health, The Reboot. And I am bringing on these two experts where during the course of two months, starting January 8th, we are going to be going over your hormones, insulin, cortisol, the sympathetic nervous system in depth to help you understand how to reduce stress and as well as understanding cortisol and how it is affecting your body. And so we touch on these quickly in today's episode, and I wanted you to get a feel for the knowledge and the passion that they share. In the Sharper Health Reboot, we're also going to be talking about the thyroid, the impact of stress, as well as mindset. We're going to be talking about gut health, the role of the microbiome in weight management, bloatings, cravings, hunger, understanding your fullness, hunger signals, and tips to reduce cravings and snacking. This program is unlike anything I've ever done because you get me, Nikki Sharp, all of the incredible content that I teach, the hot seat coaching. We're going to have a WhatsApp chat. So you're going to get, you have basically access to all three of us experts 24-7 during the course of the two months. So this is your opportunity to get direct help from two nutritionists who are very, very sought after in London, in Harley Street. And I have managed to get them to do this program with me. So if you are interested, head to sharperhealthprogram.com. I will also put it in the show notes. If you want to know more about the program, if it's the right fit for you, or you have any questions, please feel free to write me an email, nikki at nikkisharp.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at nikkisharp. But again, sharperhealthprogram.com. I cannot wait to see you there. There is early bird pricing in effect right now. and. With that being said, I cannot wait to welcome Roberta and Caroline to the show. Right now, they are going to blow your mind. Ladies, it is such a pleasure to have you on A Sharper Life. Welcome. I want to jump straight in, though. We are in the full swing of holiday season, and you know what that means. Bloating, drinking too much, eating too many sweets, going out, not sleeping enough. So I want to know, and let's start with you, Roberta, what are your tips that people should know going into this season so that they don't go into new year, the new year, new you feeling like crap? What would you tell people to start doing now? Thank you so much, Nikki, and thank you so much for having us today. We're delighted to be here today. So my tip not to feel crap during the holiday season, where I think there should be you should be allowed to drink a little bit more and to eat a little bit more. It's about really focus on hydration. Hydration is underestimated. And you might feel very tired or have a headache simply because you are dehydrated. So not many people know that alcohol 
is dehydrating you. When you drink alcohol, you are releasing more fluids and more electrolytes. Coffee is dehydrating and also sugar is dehydrating. So this is the season when we feel more sluggish and tired, mostly because of dehydration. So my tip would be increase your electrolyte consumption. And for electrolyte, I mean minerals like calcium, potassium, sodium, that you could supplement in a sachet form and you dilute in water and you might drink. But there is a very simple way to top up your electrolytes with something natural, which is coconut water. So coconut water is a natural source of electrolytes. So my suggestion is, when you are out a partying and drinking, try to see whether you can get a glass of coconut water and alternate a glass of coconut water with your champagne. And the next day you will be feeling so much better. Really? So, okay, that's interesting. I'm someone who I'll drink coconut water the next morning. Let's say I've gone out. So what I'm hearing you say then is... I mean, and we've all heard this, drink one glass of water for the one glass of whatever you're having. So what you're saying is, instead of one of the glasses of water, drink one glass of the coconut water. Is that, that correct? That would be fantastic because you basically you are counteracting the dehydrating effect with alcohol immediately with your electrolyte. You could also drink it before you go to bed. So after your party, because I don't think coconut water is available or everywhere. You could be drinking it before going to bed. So rather than fighting your hangover the next day, you're preventing it by drinking before it happens. I love this. And so Caroline, I want to come over to you when it, let's talk about supplements. So let's, let's focus on the drinking side of things just quickly, because as you know, we have champagne on new year's We're we're drinking mulled wine, or at least I know I'm going to be drinking quite a bit of mulled wine while I'm in London. So let's talk, what are the best supplements that people can take either the night before or the next morning to help just alleviate the gas, the bloating, just the brain fog and the hangover. Yeah. So there's some fantastic supplements, which I'll share with you, Nikki. But one top tip I really want to share while we're still talking on alcohol is your glass. Because research shows if we drink out of, say, like a red wine goblet or a wide glass, we tend to drink more quickly. So we drink more. However, you just put up champagne. And when you drink champagne out of a narrow flute, we actually, research shows, and we do, we drink more slowly. So one of our tips that we give to our clients is consider the glass you're drinking out of. And even if you're not having champagne, use a champagne flute. Top trick. Interesting. Okay. So just on, and then we're going to go to supplements, but I'm thinking about that. I'm going to test this out. I'm, I'm going to, and I do agree because I find that when I have, like, if I do red wine and there's, and I love these big, beautiful glasses, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I do feel like I am drinking more. Like when they're pouring, I'm kind of like, come on, pour a little bit extra there. The glass isn't full yet versus yeah, the champagne. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try that and revert back and we'll see. Champagne with a flute or a 1950s one, you know, the wider one and see how good yeah. you drink the champagne. It's so interesting. 
Um, it, oh, that is fascinating. Okay. So, so then just for the listeners is use the champagne glass when you're drinking your cocktail or whatever it might be, it will slow you down naturally. So we're not saying don't drink. We're saying, let's just slow it down a little bit. And this is a little hack. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about supplements then. Okay, so supplements. Your key supplement is zinc. Why? Because we have an enzyme called alcohol dehydrogenase, and this is upregulated by zinc. So your key supplement just before you start drinking is zinc, around about 30 milligrams. The other great supplements to take are glutathione because it's your body's master antioxidant. So we really want to support the detoxification. And also, uh, if possible, liposomal, which is a carrying action that's very targeted with vitamin C. And those three in combination with an electrolyte and then repeat that in the morning when you wake can be incredibly powerful. Interesting. So, all right, we're talking about the vitamin C, the zinc, and sorry, what was the other one? Glutathione. The glutathione. Glutathione. So when... when should someone take those? Should, Should they take that before they start drinking or before they go to bed? Shall I jump in? Um, Before you start drinking would be the best time to take your zinc and your glutathione. However, it's not that you plan every time that you're going to drink that night. And it might happen that you accidentally have drunk a little bit too much and you go to bed and start thinking, "Mm, I'm worrying about my headache tomorrow. So in that case, if you have not taken it before, you still have an opportunity to take it before you go to bed. You take your zinc and I'd say 500 milligrams of glutathione, you do work magic. You feel refreshed the next day. All right. You know that I'm going to be the tester on this one. I'm I'm coming to London London and... Yeah, I can assure you, I've tried and tested many times and it works. We'll be testing it together. Yes, I cannot wait. I mean, I'm going to London and I will be, yes, drinking the champagne and the mulled wine. So I'm going to be doing this and testing it out and really checking in to see it, which I I believe you fully because you both are registered nutritionists and you clearly know, I mean, so much and especially the science about nutrition and weight loss and hormones. So shifting gears a little bit, let's talk about just overall, so many women start to feel, and men as well, but start to feel just lethargic and tired and heavy from all the different reasons, right? We're not sleeping enough or not quality sleep from alcohol. So what are the tips that you have or what should someone be focusing on during this period outside of, you know, drinking water, drinking electrolytes, obviously the supplements, what else can we do now so that it's not that, you know, January 1st and starting that diet to lose the 20 pounds? I think, um, Nikki, a, a big focus should be given to movement. This is the time when it's really dark and really cold outside and we feel lethargic and our mood is low. But if we make an effort to go for a walk outside in nature, only for 20 minutes, that is going to lift your mood 
burn those extra calories support digestion. So it's absolutely a key point for feeling active and for feeling uh, less tired during the holiday to go for a nice 20 minutes walk, ideally after your lunch or after a big meal that is really freshening you up and you get that kind of lift of energy. I love it. The the 20 minute walk. So Caroline, I want to come over to you and actually talk about blood sugar balance, because I know that during the holiday season, we're eating all sorts of different things and more sweets and we're food combining. So can you share more about just understanding blood sugar balance and also, I guess, the the biochemistry of insulin relating to appetite and fat storage? Yeah, absolutely, Nikki. So I would say, you know, there's a real expectation of excess during this period, which can be super stressful for many. So I think one of the keys for this month and then moving forward is blood glucose balance. And what we mean by that is keeping the glucose in your blood stable rather than it shooting up, which then means you release insulin from your pancreas, which is like insulin is like the little taxi that takes the glucose into the cells. And when a lot of insulin is secreted, we tend to gain weight. It's our fat storage hormone. So the goal this December is Christmas is one day and there are lots of you know, beautiful times to be enjoyed. But if you could have um, two mantras, I would say these two, protein, fiber, and fat at every meal and snack, if possible, because that will keep your blood glucose beautifully balanced and therefore your weight stable, your energy stable, your mood stable. It really is the key. And then the other mantra I would say is, small and special. So rather than having huge amounts of food, give yourself permission to have something that you really love and enjoy, full permission, mindfully, without denying, but move away, I would say, from the big quantity more into quality. I love that you're saying that. And I love that you just gave two mantras just and how simple those both are. And I'm, I'm such a proponent as people know about quality over quantity. And that's something that completely transformed my body, not just my health, but my physical body was going from the mindset, the eating disorder mindset of restricting, not allowing myself to have something. And then Inevitably, when I had the thing, I would then feel guilty, which increased the cortisol, put me into the sympathetic nervous system, right? So now I'm getting that double whammy. Rather, I switched it to, I'm going to allow myself to have anything that I want. I'm just very conscientious and mindful about what am I eating? Where is it coming from? And when I do that, I feel no guilt. And so therefore my body, because I'm in that relaxed state. And so I, I love that you're talking about the quality over quantity. And let's actually jump into the the nervous system, because I feel like this is the most under talked about thing in the whole just health industry. We've heard about water. We've heard about exercise. You know, yes, we know to go for the walk and drink drink more water. We all know that. Drink your lemon water. We know that. 
But what I feel like is the missing component, and I know you ladies will have so much information, so I'd actually like to hear from both of you. So I'll start with Roberta and then go to you, Caroline. I'd like you to share a, like what the nervous system is, the, the para and the sympathetic, and why is it so important, not only for the holiday season, but in terms of our weight loss, weight gain, how it affects our our digestion, all of that. So over to you, Roberta. Sorry, that was a very long question, I realize. Yeah. So the nervous system plays a huge role in our weight. And I think a lot of people underestimate and they live in denial and they come to see us and they say, I'm not stressed, I'm not stressed, I'm not stressed. And this is when the the, the nervous system is composed of two sides. One is the sympathetic nervous system, which we friendly call the fight or flight mode. So this is the side of the nervous system that keeps us very alert and makes us ready to run away from the tiger. And this is a survival mechanism because when we are in danger, we activate the, the, the sympathetic nervous system and we can run away from anything which is dangerous. On the contrary, the parasympathetic is the rest and digest. So we always like to um, explain how it works in nature, like a gazelle in the savanna. She's very gracefully grazing. Then she suddenly sees a lion. A sympathetic nervous system gets activated. She runs away. But then when the danger is over, she's able to relax instantaneously and switch on to parasympathetic pretty quickly and start again grazing. What happens in modern society is we have lost the ability to switch back into parasympathetic nervous system. The majority of us are constantly in fight or flight mode. So we're always alerted, which means we constantly flood our bodies with two hormones, two stress hormones, which are cortisol and adrenaline. And cortisol is a hormone that makes us release sugar, glucose from our muscles because we need to have energy to be ready to run away. But most of the time, we're not running anywhere, just sitting in front of our computers. So that extra amount of sugar that's been released from our muscles then get accumulating in our stomach area. So people who tend to accumulate fat around their stomach are people generally quite stressed with too much cortisol. So there is a fat redistribution and it gets accumulated around your belly. Quick, quick question on that. Why is it that it goes, to, I know because it goes around kind of the hips area and the belly. Why is it that it goes there? It goes there because it's, it's, it's a, just a natural process where when we have got an excess of energy, an excess of sugar, an, an excess of calories, that is the most natural place for the body to accumulate and is transform the sugar into fat, mostly in our liver and then around our organs, abdominal organs. Very interesting. And so 
great explanation. I love that you share about the gazelle. I've used that analogy in, in other podcast episodes. And something that I always add too is that the animal will, will shake very quickly afterwards, which releases that excess energy. And so as you were saying, Roberta, it's like, you know, we're constantly in this fight or flight, like your, your phone goes off, ding, you get an email from your boss. Oh my God, I need to respond to that right now. And the amount of clients that I work with where they don't take lunch breaks and they're sitting there doing the emails, doing the, this eating at the same time. And it's like, well, yes, that's, that's why you're not seeing results. And so one thing I'll add before passing it on to you, Caroline, is if you're listening to this and the holiday season is upon you, I mean, it is upon all of us, but you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed and stressed and, you know, buying the gifts, wrapping them, traveling, seeing family, all of the things adding up. That's the invitation. And I know it's the counterintuitive is to slow down because you will put on weight without doing anything wrong, without, even if you have the perfect diet, if you're in that stress mode of all the things are adding up, the to-do list is getting bigger. It doesn't matter if you have the perfect diet, you will put up, the cortisol will rise. Right. And, and so that's just also something that I would add. So Caroline, I'd like to hear a little bit more from your side. When you work with clients, what tips do you give them to help them understand their, their nervous system? And then tips to drop from that fight or flight into the the parasympathetic where they can actually lose weight. Yeah. So I think the first thing I do, and Roberta and I are really passionate about, is again, education. So Roberta shared some of the things that happen when you go into that fight or flight. It can be particularly distressing for people who, for instance, have struggled with binge eating because one of the things that happens when we go into fight or flight, if it's, say, for instance, as you shared, Nikki, somebody, you get a, a WhatsApp and you need to get back to your boss. Your body doesn't know that. It's your boss. It's preparing itself for a fight. And what does the body need for a fight? It needs energy. It needs fuel, which is why the majority, not all people, but the majority of people tend to overeat if they're stressed because they're actually preparing unconsciously for a fight so they're taking on fuel oh, that's so interesting it's so interesting right so that's why we some people lose control many people and they tend to eat everything that's not nailed down and then it's very shaming and it's incredibly painful so that's one thing to know to know why you're doing it is very empowering and the other thing that happens is you, when you're in that uh, sympathetic fight or flight mode, the body is in survival mode. It's not saying let's burn fat. It's saying hold on to fat. There may be a famine coming. So there are several mechanisms that are happening. So we would say, you know, there's so much focus on nutrition, but Nervous system is so important. So our number one tip is, and we will go into this in more detail with you, Nikki, I know, but blood glucose balance, because if your blood glucose drops or goes too high, you will, as Roberta mentioned, secrete stress hormones. So it's almost like being stressed is like having an internal chocolate bar. Okay. So number one, blood glucose. Oh, that's, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. I just want to pause on that for a second. I've never heard that before, but being stressed is like having an internal chocolate bar. And then we beat ourselves up for the very thing that we don't know that we're doing as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So continue. Hilarious. So what, 
Yeah, the awareness. So what what can we do then about understanding all of these different modalities or not modalities, but our nervous system being stressed? What do you recommend to clients? So we recognize, obviously, the blood glucose balance, but then we recommend, uh, you know, things like breath work and meditation. But what I would say, having worked alongside you, Nikki, is it's really the work that you do working on the nervous system, working on the beliefs that are driving the nervous system to ramp up. It really is that. Yeah, absolutely. And and something that I'll add, and if you want to add anything to Roberta, I mean, because this is such a, a big topic. So just something that I would add for anyone who is feeling stressed or overwhelmed right now is just as Caroline, you, you were mentioning, it does it like... I get that we hear all the time, go do breath work, go, go meditate. And it's like, if you're stressed, meditation is the last thing you want to do. Cause you're like, I'm already fucking stressed. This is going to stress me more. And so it, things that I do when I'm in this very busy state, which in this moment right now, I'm in like chaos busy. And so it's do what you can, when you can. So for example, today I went for a 10 minute run and I'm like championing myself. I'm like, yay, I went for a 10 minute run. And I went and I sat down and I meditated and I, I normally do 10 minutes on the pier. I'm in Miami beach and it was super windy and it was, it, it was not enjoyable anymore. And I really want to focus on that word joy eight minutes in, or I mean, that's how long I, when I looked at the thing, I was like, thinking in my mind, like, this is really not enjoyable. So could I have powered through the 10 minute? Yes, I could have, but I focused on where the joy was. So then I did eight minutes and I celebrated my eight minutes of meditation. And then I went to the gym and I did nine and a half minutes. And I'm like, well, normally you do 20, but you know what? You did nine and a half minutes today. Yes. And so I came home celebrating myself for the things that brought me joy, even though they were much smaller than what I would normally do. And my run was not very fast. It's not like I went a far distance. And so I really offer that to people that if you don't quote unquote have time, do what you can, even if it's a five minute walk. So Roberta, you had mentioned going for a 20 minute walk. If you can't do a 20 minute walk after lunch, go for a five minute walk. If you can't do a whole breath work or 10 minute meditation, guess what? Close your eyes. Do And the thing that I love doing is taking some deep breaths in. And I literally visualize my skin and my organs becoming like butter. I'm like, my skin, it's, this is going to sound so weird, but I'm like, my skin is melting off of me. And so I breathe in and then I breathe out and I just, I feel like my whole body is just like melting into a blob. I do that for two minutes. Guess what? I feel amazing after two minutes. And so listeners, you don't need to do this all or nothing thing. It doesn't need to be, I'm starting the diet on January 1st. I'm starting my exercise routine. It's well, why don't you do the small thing now, taking the coconut water, taking the supplements, regulating the nervous system by stepping away from your laptop for lunch, right? It's the small things here that are going to make the big changes so that you don't have all that weight to lose or all that stress to deal with come January 1st. So Roberta, is there anything you want to add as we're talking about the nervous system? Are there any supplements that people should take or anything else that they should maybe do or avoid when it comes to when you're in that sympathetic fight or flight? 
Yes, I think, Nikki, you just hit the nail on the head when you were talking about the bite-size activity. And I think this is very individual because for someone, it might be a run, for someone else, it might be a walk or a call to a friend or a relative or someone really thrive with breath work. Everybody needs to find what works for them. And the word joy is the key because it must be enjoyable. You don't need to feel like it's a chore. If it's a chore, you are defeating the objective. So find and choose something that works for you. So for example, I, I like the fact that you shared with us what is your enjoyable way of activating your parasympathetic nervous system. So just before starting this podcast, my way of rebalancing and pressing the reset button on my nervous system it's just listening to a 10 minute meditation track and do some diaphragmatic breath work but diaphragmatic breath work is essentially about pushing your breath into your tummy so you see your tummy expanding and you need to make sure the exhalation is very slow and longer than the inhalation and this is how in 90 seconds, you can activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So as you said, two minutes can make a huge difference. But in answer to your question about are there any supplements that can help you to modulate our nervous system and to bring the edge down from that kind of cortisolic, ectic anxiety sometimes we feel for no real reason sometimes. I think there is one supplement Carla and I absolutely love. And we tend to prescribe to a lot of our clients because we have tried it ourselves and it's absolutely amazing. And this is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is a natural herb which is called adaptogenic which means is giving you a little bit of energy when you need that energy, but calming you down when you are too stressed. So it's almost always able to modulate your nervous system depending on what you need at that time. And the beauty of ashwagandha is that makes you feel grounded and balanced, but doesn't make you feel sleepy and lethargic. So you are present, but you are you feel like, bring it on, you are in control. And when it comes to quantity, I'd say probably 500 milligrams of ashwagandha in the morning, and if you need, also in the afternoon. So the dose should be therapeutical. Very often, we don't take enough, so we don't see any difference. So it's important that you take the right quantity to see the effect. So speaking of quantity, and I'm I'm really glad that you brought this up, actually. So many people, my, actually, let me use myself as the example here. I take supplements and I don't really notice a difference. Some people say, you know, like they there's, um, I don't know if you've heard in the UK, but qualia. And qualia is all for the mind. It helps you reduce brain fog. It's sort of like taking Adderall, but it's it's a more focused without the jittery, jitters of that. Now, I've taken qualia and I've taken it for quite a while and, and I saw nothing, no effect on that. 
how long do we need to take a supplement for in order to really feel the effect? And I, I feel like the reason this is a challenge is because for someone that, you know, if you take like Advil, Advil kicks in very quickly or, you know, paracetamol, you can take a, a, a stronger painkiller kicks in immediately. You can take an Adderall kicks in immediately. And so we have these natural supplements that don't necessarily kick in immediately. So what's that balance on how long should we be taking supplements to find the real results? And is there anything you recommend for kind of the quicker hitting results. Yeah. So what you need to remember, Nikki, is that natural supplements won't ever have the same strength and the same fast effects as prescription medication. They are available to anyone. So producers need to be super careful because anyone could go to a health shop, buy them. So the dosage is usually a very conservative and cautious dosage, which most of the time probably is not enough. That's why it's very important to work with a practitioner, a nutritionist, a therapist, somebody who can advise on what would be the right quantity for you to have a therapeutic effect. Now, it's difficult to generalize how long should you be taking a supplement to see a difference. Some of them can be quite quick. For example, you do notice the difference with ashwagandha about an hour after you've taken it, if you're taking enough, so 500 milligrams, if that's the right supplement for you, you will see a difference pretty instantaneously. Other supplements, for example, zinc, yes, we are, we are relating that to the how you feel after you have been drinking too much alcohol. But if you have a zinc deficiency and you're just supplementing a nutrient or a mineral, you don't necessarily feel any different. And the recommendation is to take it for about six weeks and then to have a break. Very, very interesting. I've heard that it should be three months for three months for us to to really see a difference. So Caroline, I want to actually come to you and talk about detoxification and the importance of liver support and how toxins can actually hinder our weight loss. So again, this is a time where we're drinking a lot, the liver is working overtime, and we know that the body is amazing at detoxifying itself. And it also needs some help sometimes. So if you could talk, yeah, about liver support and just toxins relating to the body. So I love this question, Nikki, because you know, we tend to often spend December toxining up and then January switch straight into I'm going to go on to a weight loss plan and sort everything out. But here's the reality is if we consider where toxins are stored in the body, they are stored in fat. Why? Because this protects our organs from the toxins. So it's our body's way of keeping us safe. It says, put on more fat. There's toxins here. Don't release it. So if you imagine you're, if you're not working on your detoxification over December and yet you're loading the body with more toxins, come January where you want to sort of maybe work on losing a couple of pounds, it can be a lot more challenging than you think. So I think for December, start to think about yourself in January. And when you are 
you know, drinking, as Roberta says, add in these extra supplements, but also eat things like bitter foods like rocket at the start of a meal. Consider cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, all of that family, because they're amazing at detoxifying the body and really work to a food. We work with a food first approach. We're very much, I think because of pharmaceutical intervention over the years, we're very much into sort of popping a pill and expecting to have the resolution. And it can be the same with supplements too. But the reality is if we have a food first approach and really put in those foods to help support detoxification, I know, Nikki, you talk a lot about eating the rainbow. And I would say have at least three colors on your plate. And just those small little hacks can really, really make a difference because you really, really, as part of, you know, if you think of a pie chart about what is your optimal weight to be, there are many different factors, the sympathetic nervous system, blood glucose balance, but a big part of that is also toxins. So as we're talking about, obviously, different supplements, and the reason ladies that I keep kind of going back is because these are questions that I get asked all the time. And I also get confused about what supplements to take. And I had consultations with you both to understand because you went over my blood work and even for me, and I know this stuff left right backwards, you know, sideways. And still you both shared supplements that I hadn't even considered taking. And so if I, Nikki Sharp, have questions, I am sure there is someone in the audience that does as well. So as we're talking, we've gone over supplements for drinking. Would that be the same as a specific liver detoxification supplement, Caroline? It can be. You could take glutathione every day for sure. Um and vitamin C is an incredible antioxidant. There's also a lovely supplement called milk thistle, which I'm sure you've heard of, which is a fantastic antioxidant. But one thing I would say, which is really important, is what we tend to do with supplements. And a lot of, you know, when Nikki, when we did a consultation with you, a lot of people have a lot of supplements and they're all taking them all together and don't know what's working. And it's really important to get targeted with your supplements, have three or four supplements, really. That in the Ayurvedic medicine, they talk a lot about not overloading the body with supplements and herbs. And we feel that's really important. So we would say about a mason is take one or two, maybe milk thistle, maybe glutathione, good, powerful antioxidants at the dose that is specific for you, not the dose necessarily that's on the bottle. You need to always check for interactions. It's very important because supplements do interact with medications. So that is super important. Um, and so take fewer, but at the right dose. Ugh, I, I love that you just said that and coming from an expert because this is something that I have told clients for many, many years, like here in the States, you can go to, there's this place called Erewhon in, uh, in LA and they do amazing smoothies, but they put 25 different ingredients. And when I say ingredients, I mean all sorts of different 
powders and supplements and this and maca and blah, blah, da, 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 da. And I actually tell people that's not good for your body. You're overloading and your body's going to one, do nothing with these very expensive ingredients. They're just going to get washed out. And two, just as you you said, Caroline, is there might be some sort of interaction. So just because you're taking, let's say, spirulina and maca, and I'm making this one up, but it doesn't necessarily mean that those two together are going to be as good for your body. And then we would always, and this was something I learned, was that a lot of these different vitamins, minerals, nutrients need the the vehicle, right? Like the vitamin A in order to actually get transported into your body and get digested. So that's why I, I love you both. And just the knowledge that you, I've learned so much just listening to you both in our consultation and then as well as just today. So I want to just say thank you both so, so much. I'm going to ask you both, what is one last thing that you would like to leave the audience with when it comes to the holiday season, anything we haven't talked about that you're like, if you were to not remember anything else, but this one thing, what would it be? Roberta, what would you say? Yes, for me, I've already said that, but I think hydration, hydration, hydration is my mantra for the Christmas holidays. Yeah, I love it. And Caroline? Mine is blood glucose balance. So I would say, Whatever your first meal of the day is, start with a savory meal so you're not flicking that dopamine switch straight away and start it with a meal that's really got a good amount of protein, fiber and fat. So eggs and smoked salmon, avocado, a beautiful nourishing protein rich smoothie with lots of antioxidants and plants in it. Really consider that first meal of the day because that sets you up for the day. I love it. And I love that you actually just said, and how interesting about that, that having something sweet in the morning sets off our dopamine receptors. Can you, before we go very quickly, can you actually go a little bit more into that? Because I'm sure so many people are having their cereals that are sweetened or, you know, the smoothies that are sweet and good for you. But I'd I'd like to hear a little bit more about your answer and why we should have savory in the morning. So, The dopamine reward system is there for a reason. And we are driven biologically by that sweet taste to want more. That's why breast milk is sweet. Because as a baby, we wouldn't survive unless it was sweet and it flicked that dopamine switch. So if you imagine during the Christmas period, we are surrounded by sweet foods. It's on display everywhere, which again, if it's on display, we are driven to eat it. So I think it's a real act of self-care to really think about that first meal of the day, keeping that dopamine level down, keeping it low, keeping keeping those neurotransmitters balanced. And I think that will really set you up to feel empowered throughout the day. Whereas there are many people, and this also depends on your genetics, by the way, that if they take on board that sweet taste and the dopamine switch is flicked, they tend to crave unconsciously or consciously from that breakfast all day long. And we work a lot, actually, and we'll talk about this at another time in January, doing a dopamine reset. Ah, Dopamine reset. 
all about you you led that in perfectly caroline for the sharper health the reboot the reset and so i want to thank you so much ladies for being here this was enlightening both for me and i'm sure for the audience with so many tips on how to not only survive, but really thrive during this Christmas so that you're making changes, small, small, small changes now with the correct supplements and things like the coconut water, which I'm going to go do so that you don't start January 1st off feeling like crap because we're, we're really here to set you up for success. And so as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I want to invite you to join our two-month program, Sharper Health, The Reboot. We have both Roberta and Caroline, these phenomenal, beautiful experts who are going to be sharing so much more and a lot more personalized information in the program. You also have me. We're going to be talking about mindset and everything else in between. So if you are interested in the program, go to sharperhealthprogram.com. I will put it in the show notes as well. Roberta and Caroline, thank you so, so much. I will see you both in January. January 8th is when the program starts. So again, sharperhealthprogram.com. You can learn more. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me, Nikki at NikkiSharp.com or message me on Instagram. We can chat, see if the program is the correct fit for you. And if you join, there's also the option to get a private one-on-one with your experts, Roberta, Caroline, or myself, as well as a customized supplement plan for you, your body, your goals. And so with that, I hope that you enjoy the holidays, you survive and thrive. And until next week, here's to a sharper life.